Grace and peace, dear ones. It is so good to have you with us once again. And let's now dive straight into the Word of God. A couple of weeks ago, I shared a message which the title was You Were Born to Succeed. And today I want to bring the second message of this series. Then the series Living for a Purpose. And today's message is You Were Born to Succeed, Part 2. I first heard and took this message to heart over 30 years ago. And since then, it was changed the way I live. This is the most important message I have ever preached. If you listen to it and apply it to your life, I guarantee you that you will be transformed and your future will be transformed too. And this word is about your life, okay? This word is about your life. I ask you, please, take notes. Study the, the verses that I'm going to quote today. And l or listen to this message more than once. Because the Holy Spirit will reveal you things that you have never imagined or dreamed of. I'm sure, I, I can guarantee you that. Also, if you haven't listened the first message, you were born to succeed, please go to our website and listen it, okay? Because you need to find out what your purpose is and why you were born. In the first message, I said that death is not the worst thing that could happen to someone. But it's living without ever knowing their purpose in life. And do you know the purpose of your life? Why did Jesus invite you and I to join him in the kingdom of God? The first thing you need to understand is that the kingdom of God is not religion. The kingdom of God is simply his kingdom over a territory and over the people in that territory. And the reason why Jesus came into this earth was to provide restoration. When we stood the word of God, we can clearly see that God wants to restore, to do over, many re, like reconcile, redeem, restore, revive, renew, reward, return. All of these are in God's plan of restoring people and place to how he intended them to be. If God's plan 
is restoration. Who does God want to restore? And another question. And what He wants to restore us back to? The first thing God wants is to restore us back to Him. This is the first thing He wants. Let's read Zechariah chapter 1, verse 3, that says, This is what the Lord Almighty says. Return to me, declare the Lord Almighty, and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. If you read the Bible, you find God saying over and over, return to me. Abandon your sins and return to me. And the second target of restoration is to restore the man back to his image. Okay? The purpose and reason why Jesus was sent to earth was to restore us back to the image that we lost because of disobedience. We were created to God's image and we lost the image of God due to sin. Our image is now distorted and God wants to give back the semblance we lost. Hallelujah! Remember that God in created man gave him authority and dominion over the earth. But in disobeying God, man lost this authority. And God's aim is to restore the authority man has lost. Amen? Also, God never told man to dominate other people. He told to Aden to dominate the earth, the planet earth, the environment. Or God has given you, my beloved brother and sister, a specific area of this earth for you to dominate. There, there are areas that you were born to dominate, to govern, but you were not made to dominate people, okay? God, and God wants to give us back the original task He assigned you. This is the goal of kingdom restoration. God did not send Jesus to restore you to heaven. Did you know? You have not lost heaven. Jesus came to restore what we lost on earth. Yes. Then Jesus came first to restore you back to him. This is the first thing. Second, to restore his image in you. Third, to restore the authority and dominion that he once gave you. And fourth, 
restore you to the task and the purpose that He created you. And this is what we are going to speak today. Because we want to restore you to the task, to the purpose that He created you. And if you want to fulfill your life purpose, you must to understand this teaching and understand the why Jesus saved you. And the first thing I want to say to you, you are not saved to belong to a religion. You are not saved also to go to heaven. Only to go to heaven. You are saved to fulfill a task. And this is what we are going to, to see today. And I want to read what the Bible teaches about you. And this verse, Ephesians 2 verse 10, is about you. Okay? Let's read. I am reading about your life. It says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So, here's the purpose, so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. This is the New Living Translation. Let's read now the New International Version. It says, For we are God's handwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Beloved brothers and sisters, this verse shows why God created you and I, why He saved you, or you were made, you were created in the image of Christ, not to go to heaven, but we were created and saved to do good works. This is what we, re we read here. We were saved we, and we were created to do good works. Since when has these works been waiting for you? Since when? A long time ago, because it says prepared in advance or prepared long ago. And dear ones, please, attention, because this is so important. So important. God did not bring you to this world. Then he then his he, he had something or to do for you or or he had some time to think, he created you, and then he had some time to think after you were born to determine what you are going to do. Or God never looked at you and said, mm, what am I going to do with this little guy? Or God, 
What I'm going to do with this young lady? What I'm going to do? No, this is not what it's written. Or God created you and assigned you a task even before you were born. This is, you need to understand that. God didn't create you and say, what I'm going to do with that guy? Or what I'm going to do with that, that woman? No, he created you, the Bible says, and gave you a task even before you were born. Or God gave you life because he already had some work planned for you to accomplish. Oh, this is wonderful when you understand that. And the Bible says that you were saved to do work, not to go to heaven. Okay? There was work set out specifically for you before the world was made. Wow. So, beloved ones, the purpose of your salvation is not only for your soul to be saved from hell, but it is for you to work, for you to do the task that God prepared for you. The New Testament does not teach you were saved to go, only to go to heaven. Jesus did not say, let your light shine before the angels and God. This is not what written. Let's read Matthew 5.16. says, let your light shine before men <laughs> that they may see your good work. What God said for you to do. And glorify your Father which is in heaven. Or the purpose of your salvation is for you to do God's work. And through your good work, the name of God will be glorified. Hallelujah. And the question that must be on your mind now is, what is my job? <laughs> what are the tasks that God set out for me before I was even born? I know, maybe this is your question. If you are alive on planet Earth, then it is because God has a plan for your life. I'm going to repeat that again. If you are alive on planet Earth, it is because God has a plan for your life. God did not put you here for you to have a career or eat, drink, sleep and then die. And go to heaven. Many, many churches teach people how to be religious. 
only to avoid hell. But it's not what the Bible says. But God has a job, my beloved brother, a job, a task that was planned for you to do before you were born. And the question is, what is my job? What is my role and purpose in the kingdom of God? And I want to read now 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7. That's 7 and 8. That says, No, we declare God's wisdom. A mystery that has been hidden, that God destined for our glory before time began. Verse 8. None of the rulers of this age understood it, or this wisdom. For if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Paul here said, we speak, we speak the secret of God, the mysteries that were hidden, or God has secrets. Did you know? God has wisdom and secret information. These secrets this wisdom are hidden in God and they are about your destiny. Did you know? The destiny he set for you before you were born. Only people connected to the Holy Spirit will be able to understand and Unravel the mysteries of God. For this reason, many people, many Christians are frustrated with their careers, their professional life, and even their financial life. And I give thanks to God because I learned this principle 30 years ago and I never because of that I never changed jobs or moved cities to please people or to make more money but only because of the plan and the purpose God revealed to me because when you understand God's plan, you are not going to be moved by things, by money, or by opportunities, but by God's plan and purpose. And the truth about you is hidden in God. In 1 Corinthians 2 7, in 1 Corinthians 2 7 says that your destiny. Your complete self is hidden in God, inside of God. And your future is in God. It cannot be found in 
university course or in the degree that you received. No! Let's read Psalm 139, verse 16. Just for me to, to prove what I am saying to you right now. Verse 16 says, Your eyes saw my unformed body. And all the days ordained for me were written in your book. Pay attention. Before one of them came to be. Or here says the eyes of God saw my unformed body. This is why we are against abortion. Because we were created by God. And here it says, your eyes saw my unformed body. And all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Or the Bible says that God planned your destiny before you were born. This is what you needed to understand. Before you were born, God planned your destiny. Or the original plan for your life was written before you were born. And God kept it within secret. <laughs> And after your birth, your challenge is to discover this secret, this plan. You need to go after the purpose of your life. Or God established your destiny first, then he brought you into this world. <laughs> This is amazing, isn't it? God established, he wrote all your days, established your destiny, then he brought you into this world. And say, now live this plan that I have for your life. Let's read now 1 Corinthians 2.9. That says, whoever as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard. And what no human, human mind has conceived, the things, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Hallelujah. <laughs> Or, no eyes have seen, no ears have heard, and no one knows the plans that God has has in mind for you. Hallelujah. Only God knows the plans for your life. And now, let's read the next verse, because now you will see the revelation. Okay? 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. says, This are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit, capital letter, Spirit. 
The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. <laughs> this verse is so powerful. I'm going to read again. These are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. God is going to reveal this plan to us through His Spirit. This Spirit here is not your human spirit. When it's written in capital letter, it's talking about the Holy Spirit. Okay? This is important for you to know. Or... The important details of your life that your parents don't know, your teacher doesn't know, nobody knows about it, but the Holy Spirit can reveal them to you. This is what the Bible is saying. Or God doesn't want to keep information and, and plans about you a secret. God wants to reveal these plans to you. This is what the Bible is saying. And the key for you to find out about your purpose is the Holy Spirit. Wow! He can reveal to you about your future. He can, he can say to you, go to this place. Move to this place. Don't go there. Go there. Don't do that. No, no, don't do that. He can guide you. Just the Holy Spirit. That is why we have been teaching so much here in this church about the relationship with the Holy Spirit. I think months ago, I preached several messages about the Holy Spirit. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit, relationship with the Holy Spirit, baptism in the Holy Spirit. Why are we are teaching, preaching, teaching? Because it's the Holy Spirit that will reveal the secrets of your life to you. This is what we read. If you do not have the relationship with Him, you will not. F you will follow your own heart and not God's plan. You will follow your plans, but not God's plan. You will follow your parents' plan. Yes, plans that you think you should follow, but not. God's plans. And the key, the key for you to live according to God's purpose and plan is your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. <laughs> Without this relationship with the Holy Spirit, you live a busy life doing many things. You are not born to do. This is what I have seen. Many people running, doing many things, and doing things they were not called to do. 
without this revelation from the Holy Spirit, you will be wasting time, talent, energy, and gifts. Remember that only the Holy Spirit, He is God, okay, knows the truth about you. Do you remember uh, that one story that Jesus in the temple, when talking to his, his earthly parents, Joseph and Mary, do, do you remember that story? And um, they, they asked Jesus, his parents asked Jesus, what are you doing here? Why did you do this to us? Let's read what Jesus replied to them in the book of Luke, chapter 2, verse, verse 49 and 50. Jesus said to them, Why did you seek me? Look <laughs> what Jesus said to them. Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? <laughs> Look his answer to his parents. Why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement with Jesus spoke to them. <laughs> or Jesus asked his father and mother, Did you not know about this? Not even, my beloved brothers and sisters, not even his own father and mother knew what he was born to do. Yes. His parents did know what he was born to do. And there are many Christians, because they do not obey the Holy Spirit, they are walking in the flesh. And they are destroying their life, and they are wasting their time and talents. Because they don't know what they were called to do. This is the point. Our failure and our success come from our decisions and our obedience to the whole spirit. And you know, Jesus, the Bible says Jesus always was, was guided by the Holy Spirit, who was led by the Holy Spirit to the, the, to the wilderness. He was baptized, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And you are going to see the Holy Spirit guiding Jesus in everything. And Jesus was guided by the Holy Even Jesus was God. You are going to see that in the Bible. And also many decisions that I have made in my life have protected me. And I have protected God's plan in my life because I have chosen to walk in obedience to the Holy Spirit. 
I want to go back now to, to the verse 10. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 10. That says, let's read it again. But God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. Okay? Capital letter, Spirit. For the Spirit search all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Or the secret about you are hidden in God. Now, how can you get to God and learn about your life plan? Only the Spirit knows the depths of God. Only the Holy Spirit can go to the depths of God, the Father, and find information about your life. Let's read now verse 11, 211, that says, For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit, not capital letter here, okay? Your own spirit within them, in the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God Except the Spirit of God. Here, capital letter Spirit, okay? Except the Spirit of God. Here, the Apostle Paul is saying, No one knows you except yourself. <laughs> For only you can go inside of yourself and know the truth about yourself. I don't know about you, but you know what you are doing wrong. You know about yourself. You know. And you know your own truths about yourself. But the human spirit of man know what is inside man. Okay? The human spirit of man knows what is inside of man because it's about you look wise no one knows the depths of god except the holy spirit or your human spirit knows what is inside of you but no one knows the depths of god except the Spirit of God. Or this means that the only one who knows God's thoughts is the one who can go to the depths of God. I'm going to repeat again. The only one who knows God's thoughts is the one who can go to the depths of God. Or the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to reveal us truth, truths about ourselves. This is the purpose of the Holy Spirit. If you take this teaching, I am teaching you today, 
and put it into practice, the rest of your life will be different. I can guarantee you. The dreams that he has for you are bigger than your dreams. And if you start to have a relationship with him, with the Holy Spirit, he will reveal his plans to you. Hallelujah. This is what we need to have. This relationship with him. Because maybe you want to to do your own will. You want to have your own plans. But, but the dreams that he has for you, what was written in his, in his book long ago before you were born, it's much bigger than your dreams. And if you have this relationship with the Holy Spirit, he can go to God's deep depths and to get all the information about you and he's going to guide you go this way do that don't enter in this path go there wow and your life is going to be transformed because he revealed his plan for your life and i want to finish now and to read the last verse jeremiah 29 11. Let's see the plans of God for your life, for my life. God said, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Hallelujah. My beloved ones, God has good plans for you. You were born to succeed. You were created by God to do good works, to manifest His presence wherever you go. And you were created to know Him above all else. And you are not here on this earth to satisfy your own plans. I'm going to repeat again. You are not here on this earth to satisfy your own plans and to do your will, but to serve, to honor, to respect, to love. And to do what your beloved created and Lord has planned for you to do and for you to accomplish. Would you like to have a good life and a good, and a good future? Yes or no? Would you like to have a good future? You will only feel happy and complete while living on this earth, if you fulfill God's purpose for your life. You are not going to be happy, person, or complete, if you live for yourself. Because your happiness is in fulfill 
God's purpose for your life? Would you like to serve God faithfully? Would you like to be used by God? Would you like to fulfill your calling and purpose on earth? This is what I learned 30 years ago. And I have, and I said, yes, God. I want to fulfill this purpose of my life. I don't waste my life on earth. And I have been succeeding in life. I'm not a rich person. I don't have money. But I am happy because I know what I was called to do. And I am following God's plan for my life. Would you like to serve Him faithfully? Would you like to fulfill your calling and the purpose on earth? If you said yes, if you wanted to say, yes, Father, I want to fulfill my purpose on earth. I invite you right now, if you can, please close your eyes right now. And and pray with me. If you can, if you can close your eyes, close your eyes and pray together with me. And now say to the Holy Spirit, say that you are sorry for not listening to Him. Say, Holy Spirit, I am so sorry. I sinned against you. I'm not listening to you. Now it's time for you to repent of your sins, of your selfishness, for trying to live for yourself, or trying to live your parents' plans. Because many people, they are living their parents' plans. They are nurses or doctors or solicitors, or they are working because of their parents' plans. Please say to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me, guide my life. Say to him that you are sorry for not to put God first and also for not put his kingdom first. Say to him, tell him, forgive me, Holy Spirit, for not listening to you and not having this close relationship with you. Say to him, Holy Spirit, help me in my weakness. Guide my life and use me. Say to him, you can count on me from now on. You were created. You created me and you saved me. Say to him, you God, you created me and you saved me. And I want to fulfill all that was planned for me to do. Use me for your glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Now I challenge you. Go to God's presence. Offer your body as a living sacrifice. Say to him, God, you can count on me. 
I know the plans that you have good plans for my life. And I want to live not my plans. I give up to live for myself. I want to live for you. Then you are going to be a happy person. And you are going to fulfill all God's purpose for your life. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And see you next week with the third message in the series, You Were Born to Succeed. God bless you.